everybody, and welcome back. Have you missed me? Because I've missed you an awful lot, you know? I mean, uh, we haven't, uh, I hear we haven't said anything since uh, October, you know, and uh, it's a long time to be in jail, but, you know, we do what we got to do. So, uh, yeah, you're listening to... uh, El Chiqueño presents almost live from Big D's Party Palace. They've done a lot here since I was here last, man. They've really changed up the place. I mean, it's... Well, I don't know. You guys... I don't know if you guys ever come, but... uh, I think the electrical's up to code now, so that's Right, right, right. And uh, ferns. They put a lot of ferns in here the last time I was in here. uh, Since the last... Yeah, the tropical... Yeah, right. It's, you know, fern bars are coming back, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, we're back. We're coming back, too. So here you go. Uh, well, what is there? What is there? Oh, did you see Did you see where uh, District 8 Representative Chris Canales introduced today for discussion a uh, move to make it illegal to uh, dock your dog's tail, mm-hmm. declaw your cat, mm-hmm. any what he called... Elective surgeries on your animal. animals. Yeah, yeah. You know, didn't know that that was an issue, but you know, oh, you I, know I, I get th- it. I mean, I reckon uh, city council has already slayed all the other things going on in the right. city. Now they can turn. All the roads have been repaved. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they can turn their attention perfect. to dogs with stubby tails. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, I was looking around here, and actually, a lot of. Well, a lot of a few states have uh, outlawed decline casts and things like that, um, but I guess you know, like any argument with the government is, should the government be doing that or should private? You know, there there was a an outfit called. Um, let's see here. Well, I read in the El Paso Times. I believe it was the El Paso Times where uh, they asked some. Uh, veterinarians what they thought about it mm-hmm. and you know you're taking food well. you're taking yeah. food out of the veterinarian's mouth by by eliminating those procedures mm-hmm. but a lot of el pasoans in this article a lot of el pasoans seem to think that it's not the government's business you mm-hmm. know um yeah so this uh veterinary centers of america um banned that at 1050 of their hospitals uh across the nation um, you know I guess it's I, I'm a little ignorant I, I thought that was you know tail docking was um, was medically necessary for some breeds but you know I'm not a I'm not a dog expert I, uh, well see, uh, one of the people quoted in the newspaper I believe it was the newspaper said uh, what if you've got elderly parents you're and their their cats going old and uh, senile, you know, and mm-hmm. starting to scratch, you know. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Kill the cat, you know? Right. I mean, that's kind of the option there. You can declaw it or you can kill it, you know. So, right. Turn yeah, it loose. If it's um, not a cat that you could put up for adoption. Well, I think you just take it uh, over to Representative it's... Chris Canale's house and drop it off, you know. I'm also worried about the other uh, repercussions of that, like... Uh, depends on how far the law goes mm-hmm. or if you uh declaw your cat are people going to be able to sue you like that right. abortion law you know right. are we going to be are we going to be able to uh 
make money ferrying people up to Las Cruces to get their dogs' tails docked? You know? Hmm. Interesting idea. An opportunity. An opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there was that, uh, I forget which county it is, in in the panhandle that um, they banned the use of their roads... Oh yeah! To, if you're going, if you're to driving abortion. across the. You know, people are poor in El Paso, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I don't know. That's that's something I think we should look at. We should consider dropping it. I'm in favor of dropping it because uh, people need their driver's license. You know, mm-hmm. they say it's a privilege, not a right. You know, but mm-hmm. try try and get around El Paso without a driver's license. Yeah, exactly. Um, and now they're requiring everyone to have the real ID. So, you know, maybe you were, you had an active ID, and then all of a sudden, with the ticket, um, you know, can't get that renewed. Um, which is, um, you know, you know, government should make it possible, should make compliance easy. Right. We shouldn't make compliance difficult. I think if, uh, you know, ideally, may, I'm not sure if you can make payments towards your ticket and and be active, but um, there was a lady in this article on Kate uh, XAN who had a some uh, 300 or so $50 ticket and then failed to pay it, so she got another $350 ticket. So now she had yeah. uh, uh, this massive penalty that she couldn't afford. Um, you know, everyone is human. So we forget from time to time I've, I think I've only gotten one ticket luckily so far <laughs> right but um and just did the dri- uh, defensive driving to get it taken care of but uh it, you know it should be easy to just live your life I don't know right you know right. And, and these penalties are, are making it harder for people to live their lives well it's getting really expensive to live in El Paso I uh I heard from a girl today whose uh, property valuation for her rental house went from, uh, the valuation went from uh, $70,000 to $250,000. Damn. Yeah, right. I mean, ouch, right? You know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they can't even pave the damn streets, you know? I mean, we don't... uh, I mean, that was the previous tenure of... uh, City manager Tommy Gonzalez, you know, he got in trouble for paving streets, you know. He got in trouble for paving the wrong streets, and I think he just said, well, fuck it, I'm not going to pave the streets anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so. Well, I don't know which district it's in, but um, Cloud, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Cloudview there by uh, Wrestler, you know, I moved back to El Paso in 2016, and that road hasn't been touched. It's one of the worst roads probably on the west side yeah but really quick before we move on from omnibase i just wanted to give you a little stat here el paso county has fifty-one thousand three hundred forty-one open offenses for a total of 16.2 million dollars uh, of money owed to the state right um, and that's el paso right now is looking to not raise our taxes they're working really hard to not raise our taxes because our taxes are ridiculous, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're paying for stuff like uh, the water parks and the trolley and maintenance on the ballpark, you know? And, uh, well, that's just ridiculous that we're paying for that stuff and we can't even pave our streets without issuing a bond for it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know what? I'm going to propose a new section of the El Chicano website, the, the pothole map. The pothole map? Do they already have, does the city have something like that already? I don't know. 
I don't think you so. You can submit your photo of the pothole and the pinpoint of where it is in El Paso. Maybe we can bring some positive change to well, the you city. Know, I've, I'm afraid the if they department. fix the streets, they're only going to charge us for it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the refineries asking for another permit renewal, 10 years. And they say it's not going to be any more pollution than they've already been emitting but i'm not sure i'm not sure i feel good about that you know i mean you know (laughs) yeah who do you trust (laughs) yeah but uh why not less pollution yeah fewer emissions right right (laughs) we're only gonna give you a little rat just the same amount of rat poisons before (laughs) no more we promise (laughs) right right um, yeah, so the county commissioner court voted, um, let's see, when was that? A week ago, about, um, to spend up to $40,000 to hire an environmental expert, an outside lawyer who will request uh, the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, um, a trial-like hearing over the renewal of a 10-year permit. And, you know, the TCEQ is really friendly to polluting industries. Um, they have... Like, uh, you can't protest that unless you're affected more than the general population. The general population, you know, like, I mean, we're all breathing the same air, you know. Mm -hmm. Of course, it may be a little worse if you're down there by the refinery. But, uh, yeah, weird. And, you know, they, for a long time, uh, they stood with a Sarco. When we were trying to get rid of that uh, Sarco refinery, the smelter, but uh, yeah, isn't that strange that that state agency would not want to regulate pollution? I don't know. Right, right, right. I, I mean, mean, isn't that their job? The Texas Commission on Environmental Quality. Well, what side of environmental <laughs> quality are they on? You know. Yeah, I would point folks also to Inside Climate News. There's some really good reporting on what. How complicated it is just to get records from TCEQ in the in the state uh, on things like that, and yeah, who do they serve? All right, who, good question. Who do they serve? Yeah, yeah, and uh, there's an election coming up for uh, the remaining what six months? No, nine months of uh, representative terms for. Uh, District two, mm-hmm. and uh, who do you like in that race? Oh, it's you a know, runoff between. I am torn. You know, I mean, I really don't care. Either one of them looks like it'd be okay, uh, and it's all a question of who gets the vote out. I mean, it's only it's only you can only vote if you live in district two, and uh, for the first round before they got to the runoff, there was I think fourteen. The difference of 14 votes between the top two people. Mm-hmm. It was close, you know. And uh, this race, like all runoffs, are all going to be about who gets the vote out. You know, which of those candidates. Uh, Have you done any volunteering? Jo- Josh Acevedo versus uh, Veronica Carbajal. Mm-hmm. Veronica Carbajal. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, I think... Uh, Veronica Carvajal maybe has a, 
a little bit more momentum. I think she's got a little more organization going, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. I've how been it meaning goes. to volunteer in that, <clears throat> um, do a little canvassing, but just have not made it out. A little under the weather these past few weeks, but um, man, it's been it's cold. Up. Yeah. Did you see how cold it was lately? Like two days ago, it was. Uh, or was it yesterday? Got down to twenty-one. Yesterday got down to twenty-one. And then uh, the day before yeah. that, it was uh, beautiful, it 61 was nice. degrees. I, I went out walking that morning. 40 degrees is perfect. Today, daybreak. Uh, today's another beautiful day. You know, when you get a cold, a big cold snap like that, uh, the heat doesn't go away. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't disappear. It just goes someplace else, you know, because... You know, Newton's laws, blah, 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 you know, you know, there's only so much heat, you know. So when it gets cold in the rest of the country, sometimes it gets warm here. But wow, you know. Yeah, you know what? We're halfway through the winter about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely looking forward to springtime starting my seeds. My Uh new one of my New Year's resolutions was to not start seeds until March. Well, I think I'm going to fail at that. I'm going to build a little greenhouse box. Yeah. For right on. We'll see. Yeah, I got a bunch of plants. Even in the garden, I have uh, some plants that have uh, survived so far. They haven't been killed off by the freeze. Mm-hmm. So. Good deal. so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And then there's always some that come back. You know, they come back from the roots. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Who knows? So, uh, they just shot a movie here last couple of weeks. Big time production. People came in from uh, California, New York City, and Indiana. And, uh, yeah, it featured that girl, uh, Kila Monterroso Mejia, who, uh, she, uh, she was just on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like she was also on Abbott Elementary for a few episodes. I don't know. Which I don't watch, but I don't even I've know heard, what it is. I've heard good things about it. What uh, what was, do you know? What the movie was called? Are you are you allowed? Yeah, it's called Valentina. Sport? Valentina looks like the name of the movie, which is the name of her character, and uh, she uh. Maybe her breakout role was on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, where she played that girl, uh, the actress that couldn't act. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. You know? Uh, that's, a, that's a funny show. I haven't watched it in a while, but I did see that they're going to have their last season, uh, you know, series finale, uh, you know, series finale right. coming up. Maria Sofia Estrada was her character's name on Curb Your Enthusiasm. And uh, somehow Larry David got blackmailed into booking her as an actress in, in uh, the story of, uh, supposed to be the story of young David, who's, you know, you know. Yeah, and uh, she was, her character was just terrible at being an actress. Um, at acting, but she know. was good here. You were, were, oh, were yeah, you able she to was, watch, Were you allowed to watch? Were you sitting at the table? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sitting right or, next to her. I was in it. You, know? you were in it. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you get your 
SAG? Did you have to? No, no, no I didn't get my SAG card, and I, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to get my IMDb listing, you know, but I'm sure it's just a matter of time. It's so. right on. Yeah. But it was cool. nice. Yeah, that's cool. You love it when El Paso shows up in movies. You know, we should be in more movies. Right. It's Absolutely. And uh, El Paso is getting to have, I guess, uh, some kind of a presence, some kind of a f- film niche film industry thing going on. You know, there are there are people that do it. Mm-hmm. What was that studio that was set up in Crucis? It's like eight twenty eight. Have you heard anything about that? No, I do not know no. about that. They were going to get a bunch of money, but right. Well, TBD on. Right, I think New Mexico is a lot more liberal, and they're a lot more likely to give tax breaks. You talk to some of these people, or you hear some of these people talk, and uh, they say, oh, no, we decided to film in, you know, Carolina, or in South Carolina, because they were really generous with the tax incentives. Right. uh, Yeah, I mean, that'll... That'll do it. Yeah. And then, but that the other good part about that is then you get people visiting where they're filming. Like in Breaking Bad, people go to Walter White's house in Albuquerque right. and all this. Throw a pizza on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, I bet, but, that guy, uh, I bet the guy that owns that house is pissed about that. <laughs> get your damn pizza off my roof. You kids get away from there. <laughs> or at least, you know, pepperoni, bacon, jalapeno. You know. <laughs> order the what the man wants yeah well I think I'm gonna start tucking into the tequila now get out of this uh, headphones mm-hmm. and uh, I want to thank you all for stopping by again uh, unless unless you didn't stop by again in which case you won't know so uh, yeah uh, We'll try and see you again real soon. Uh, as soon as something interesting happens, uh, we're glad to have you. I want to uh, thank uh, our sponsor, Big D's Party Palace, where you all stop by anytime. And uh, hasta la vista.